Hi everyone and good morning. My name is Tyler Rush. I just graduated from Agora High School and will be attending the University of Utah in the fall. Go Utes! I've been involved in WPC for eight years now. I came up through JYF and then through SYF and I was a youth elder this past year. Fortunately, my term is ending, so JR, that means you need to find me a replacement. A few things about myself. I love playing sports. I used to rock climb competitively, and in high school, I ran track. In college, I'll be majoring in sports medicine and continuing my athletic endeavors through ultimate frisbee, spike ball, and of course, snowboarding. My talk today is about my own personal faith journey. I feel that I've grown so much in the past eight years, and I really wanted to share with you all how this church, its amazing members, and the experiences I've had have really shaped and helped me grow in my faith. I was raised as a Christian, but I was never forced which allowed me to come to faith on my own schedule. I was involved with our junior high youth fellowship, known as JYF, and J-Group, which was a small group of middle school boys led by Marshall Cross. In eighth grade, I was able to attend the confirmation class led by James Puglio, and that's when I decided for myself that I was going to dedicate my life to Christ. Th that class provided a great opportunity for me to get to know the senior high kids, as well as bridge into the SYF program. For my first topic, I'd like to talk about some incredible opportunities that I've had for growth, both through service and community, and starting it off with my freshman year mission trip, which was my first up-close interaction with poverty. We were working on an Indian reservation in New Mexico, and I got to experience firsthand how little they have, but how much they put their hope in God. It was during our first worship service with the members of the reservation that I got to see how much they put their hope and trust in God and how differently people worship. We were putting on a kids camp and the last night of that camp, we got to worship with the kids and their families. And it was an incredibly eye-opening experience. During the worship service, there was crying, wailing, screaming, yelling, all sorts of different types of worship, which really surprised freshman Tyler, but I got to see how differently people worship. In Psalm 86 verse nine, David wrote, all the nations you have made will come and worship before your Lord. They will bring glory to your name. To me, that really just shows how people can come together with different backgrounds and different experiences and worship the same God, our God, together and have him and that he will love them both equally. This trip really deepened my faith and it opened my eyes to the fact that two people who could not be more different can come and worship the same God. Another opportunity I grew greatly through service was my sophomore year mission trip. I was headed for my very first West Virginia. And for those of you who don't know, West Virginia mission trips are legendary in SYF. West Virginia faces one of the worst drug abuse issues in the nation. At its peak, there were roughly 10,000 opioid pills per person in West Virginia. We work at a small town called Philippi, which has a population of about 3,000. If you go from Philippi, you drive about 15 miles up this ridge into the mountains, and we work on a small town called Chestnut Ridge. We work very closely with a pastor named Rustin Seaman. Russin is a visionary and an incredibly devout man. And most of all, he's a very, very hard worker. Oftentimes, you'd see him working until one or two in the morning. Russin has many projects going, but overall, his vision is of a solar-powered campus where the community can come, be safe, bond together, and get off, get off the streets and ultimately find God. And ultimately, he's really trying to heal a broken community through interpersonal relationships and by showing them the love of Jesus Christ. This trip brought me closer to God than ever before. 
but also to my friends. I got to see the importance of a community in Christ through our work. You see, a single person could not do what we accomplished. My team of five put flooring in a barn that was being renovated into a basketball gym. We stayed late on nights, missed social events, all so that we could get this flooring completed. And at the end of the week, we looked at the flooring and cried, partially because we were so happy with what we completed and partially because we were so sore we couldn't walk. But that really just reinforced that a community of believers is the most important thing a Christian can have. Because our team accomplished the floor, but SYF as a whole accomplished so much more. In Romans 12, it says, For for just as each of us has one body with many members, these members do not all have the same function. So in Christ, we, through many, form one body, and each member belongs to all the others. See, flooring was just one part of our SYF body doing so much more on Chestnut Ridge. We had teams doing all kinds of work outreach, construction, painting, the flooring, also that Russin's plan, and ultimately God's plan, can come to fruition, a safe place for people to come together, worship, and connect with God. Another mission trip experience that I learned so much from was, once again, West Virginia. I was blessed with a great group. I had the most fun I've ever had on a mission trip. We were the cleanup crew. Other crews had to go and build walls or lift really, really heavy rocks, or dig holes or paint. We were just there to be wherever we were needed. So sometimes we had to mow lawns or help with the wall building. And we also got to play games with the kids from the Ridge. This trip is more powerful and impactful than any before it. I really felt that I grew so close to God, but also my peers. It became a friendship with God. I was taking everything I learned and putting it into a relationship with him. The second to last night, we invited all of the community from the Ridge to this community center. We had a bonfire with lots of food and all of SYF walked up onto the roof of the community center. we talked about everything from the very corners of space to Kyle's severe fear of heights. And that's when I realized that God doesn't fail. I felt that I could put my entire trust in him and that he'd never let me down. I'd always trusted him, but this was a newer and deeper understanding for me. In addition to these church mission trips, I've also benefited from service opportunities outside of the church as well. And I'd like to highlight one of them. Several years ago, WPC partnered with World Vision and offered the opportunity to adopt a child in Peru. So my family did, and sophomore year, we took a trip down to Peru to do some service-related activities as well as tour the country. While in Peru, we were driving through and I was looking at the slums and the extreme poverty that these people face day in and out. It was incredibly disheartening for me. I thought, in our modern world, how could people live like this? However, there's cause for hope in that community. We worked with an agency called Peruvian Hearts, a group whose dream it is to provide safety and education for impoverished Peruvian girls, girls who will one day go on to run the nation. Peruvian girls face the worst. They're not given a good foundation from the very beginning. Many girls come from broken families who are very poor and they often don't have enough money to send the girls to school. In addition, the girls are treated unfairly with little hope for a future. However, through Peruvian Hearts, the girls are given an education and a hope for the future. The dedication and the work ethic of these girls who have so little is truly inspiring. They face hardships that are unimaginable, yet they continue to study and educate themselves because that's a gift from God that no one can take away. We also got to visit our child whom we sponsored through World Vision. Her name is Shira Flores. 
It was a rare treat to actually interact with her, her sister and her family, one I will never forget. We got to witness and have a firsthand look at the work that God is doing in her family, her community, and her school. And then the next day, we spent the morning driving 30 minutes deep into the slums of rural Peru. We became lost multiple times before finally reaching our destination, a school named Chacuchaswazi. This school is founded on a partnership with Sonoma State University. They receive funding through donors like WPC, and they use that money to educate young girls with the hope that these kids will continue to educate themselves and ultimately create change for themselves, their families, and their country. One incredibly touching moment I had was when we were sitting in the courtyard with their school, watching a play that they were presenting to us. After the play, we had a dance party with all the girls, and then we got to visit their classrooms. And it was in the one of these classrooms that the most touching moment happened. Those girls started asking for hugs from me, a man. And I'll explain why that's important in a second. The girls were lining up for hugs one after the other. They would run up to me, I'd pick them up, hug them, and set them down, and they'd run to the back of the line only to receive another. It was the cutest and most touching moment. However, it wasn't until we were leaving that I realized God was in that moment. As we were leaving, their principal came up to us and told us that that was the most surprising thing she'd ever seen. These girls come from a male-dominated family, one where the man of the house is to be respected and tightly runs the family. These girls coming up to me and hugging me was a huge sign of trust, especially since I was a complete stranger to them. It was something I really didn't take lightly. I didn't realize until a little bit later, but through this school, these girls have hope. And the work of the staff at Chakuchas Wazi is truly the work of God and so inspiring. And now, not all of my learning was through mission trips and service. I like to highlight a different chance for me to grow in my faith, one where I could grow close to God, but also to decompress, strengthen relationships, and have fun. And this is Forest Home Winter Camp. It's a weekend filled with God, amazing worship music, pretty good food, and the best advisors and friends. While the kids are there to have fun, learn about God, and get to know each other a little bit better, the advisors have a little bit of a job to do. They run the show and make it possible for all of us to have the amazing time that we do. But more importantly, they help guide us. I know that I definitely wouldn't be where I am today if it weren't for all of SYF's incredible leaders. I've had countless talks with each one of them about all different types of topics. And I know that whenever I have a problem, they're there to help guide me. And another group that really taught me about God and community was CNA. CNA stands for Christians Non-Anonymous. It was started 15 years ago by a group of SYF students. They, we meet in a student's house once a week, and it's we listen to worship music, we have a student-led lesson, and then we have time to talk to each other that we call accountability. This is where I learned so much about God. There are incredibly bright students in SYF, but it's also a diverse group, and each student brings a different set of perspectives and experiences to the table. And all of these perspectives and experiences really influence their lessons. And I know I learned that something every single CNN, whether or not it was a new set of materials or perspective, each lesson had some new twist or take on it. And it was really just a safe place for me to explore my faith, ask questions, and be among people who are very similar to myself. These students, who were once strangers, have become my closest friends, people I know I can put my trust in. And not only that, but it's been such an incredible opportunity for me to watch them grow in their faith as well. My third topic is about some struggles and challenges I faced during my walk with God. 
My sophomore year, I had a track and field coach who was very, very close to me. His name was Russell Livingston. We met each other freshman year, and he really took me under his wing and became a mentor and a friend to me. Sophomore year, he went through a tough period and felt that he didn't really have anyone to turn to. And he ended up taking his own life. And that was really, really difficult for me, and I went through a tough time. But through my relationship with God, my community, and my friends, I felt that I came out of the situation stronger than I went into it, which really just reinforced the fact that in our faith, a community of believers is the most important thing we can have around us. Then, junior year, I was planning my Eagle Project, and I'd been through a few setbacks already. An Eagle Project is a Boy Scout's true test of knowledge and leadership. It's really the pinnacle of Boy Scouts. I had it all planned out and ready to go. It's my ideal project at Paramount Ranch, and that's when the California wildfires started. A few weeks before my project, they swept through, and I remember getting a call from my mentor, and he called me and he said that the fires had reached Paramount, but we weren't sure how much damage had been done. It turns out most of my project had burned. And it was really hard for me as I put in six months of time and effort into planning this project only to have it burned to the ground. However, I found comfort in knowing that God had a plan for all this. So I picked back up, replanned the project, and made Paramount Ranch just a little bit better. God blessed me with the opportunity to face real setbacks and to work through them. And now I know that no matter what comes my way, I'll be able to work through it with God. And this brings us to present day. Coronavirus, isolation, political differences, protests, and even riots. Things like graduation, school, work, weddings, so many different types of events, all canceled, including SYF's mission trip. This was a huge heartbreak and setback, especially since this would have been my last trip, and I was really looking forward to it. However, if I've learned anything from these past 18 years, it's that God has a plan. And he even says it in Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. It may not seem like it now, but as J.R. likes to say, God has an upper story view of what he's doing, and we're just on the lower story. What this means for us is that we have to pick back up and continue on. SYF is looking for service opportunities in a different light now. It's not just communities halfway across the U.S. or the world that need our help. It's our own. We're looking forward to helping out wherever we can. WPC's Vacation Bible Camp, helping around the church campus, or even service opportunities in the L.A. area. But right now, we can only give thanks for what we do have. Safety, health, our community, and most importantly, our faith. Even though we're walking in uncertain times, we're walking through them together. Not just SYF or WPC, but Christians and believers across the world. Look at the great things people are doing in these cities after coronavirus or the riots have impacted them. They get back up, they dust themselves off, and they look for ways that they can help out. Because God has a plan, and he gives us hope for our future. A future filled with good community, safety, security, and ultimately eternal life with him. Will you pray with me? God, I pray that you can see how we're working in our lives every day. I pray for safety and security. I pray for those who are struggling in one way or another. I thank you for the many opportunities for growth that you've given us both in the past and for the ones to come. I pray for the incredible community that surrounded us. I thank you for Jesus and our faith and this incredible community that we have. 
In your name I pray. Amen.